GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Everybody and welcome to the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and with me, as always, the 006 to my 007. <laughs> you wish it's the Sphinx. Hi, Sphinx. I mean, that is kind of your guys' relationship, right? <laughs> it is. I'm always, hell no. We're always trying to kill each other. We get trapped, you know, in this big place with the barrels and they fall on us and then he blows up and comes back to haunt me later on with a Russian woman. It's crazy. I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> He's George Lesenby. <laughs> That's how this goes. You, I was hoping somebody caught that. No, uh, I just moved on. LPJ was bright enough to get out of the relationship <laughs> before you were? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yes? <laughs> As people can probably tell, <laughs> we do have our guest back with us for our final episode of our little James Bond Round table. Round table conversation here. Uh, we have Craig WK. Welcome, Craig. Uh, it's always great to be here. And <laughs> You've been here for a few hours now, so hey, I'm not hey, sure how true that hey, is. The, the magic <laughs> of podcasting needs to stay as magic. Oh, sorry, sorry. Fourth wall. Yeah. And we have Joe with us again today. Hello, hey, Joe. Hey, guys. I haven't seen you in so long. I know. It's good to catch up. I've missed you, Joe. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Christmas was great, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When's, this, when's this airing? Probably right around then, right? This one. Actually, I think this is a Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, wow. There we go. Oh, God, no, it's, holiday, it's not. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, guys. Everybody. It's, not, it's, not, it's not our Christmas episode. Oh. It's the middle of December. Oh. Well, hey, May guys, holiday season. Getting Got ramped up watching Boxing those. Day episode? Yeah, there Go. Guys, you got all your Christmas shopping done? Well, almost. <laughs> no. It's been hard. I've been watching so many Hallmark movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh good Lord. All my God. If I did a Hallmark movie podcast and I didn't invite my wife on it, <laughs> I would be divorced. <laughs> Oh, That's man. great. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Divorce late. is great. Sphinx, Sphinx. <laughs> oh, Jesus, this is going to be a bad episode. Sphinx. Sphinx. No, it's not. It's we're going to make this it's work. It's late, Sphinx. Yeah, I'm ignoring you, LPJ. All right, so we're back. We are back. And we are, the previous episode, we shared, um, each of us, our five least favorite James Bond movies. Uh, this time around, we need to do our, our favorite, our top five favorite James Bond movies. So and to specify, these are not the objective best. Oh my no! Which <laughs> already means that LPJ is going to have some stupid <laughs> ass movies. <laughs> 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 gonna, no, I am, you know, I am genuinely excited. As far as you're concerned, only one of them is going to be stupid. Great! I am genuinely excited for LPJ's list because, like a few episodes ago, he was like, "Yeah, guys, uh, never say never again is better than Thunderball." And it's like, <laughs> it is. I yes, it is. And I'm looking at my list, and I'm like. 
Oh, look at that. It's just Thunderball. <laughs> you I, might you might be the only human being that thinks that Never Say Never Again is. I think even Sean Connery yeah. is like, I think even Kevin McClory is like, yeah, they did it better. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Basinger would rather watch Thunderball well, than you, Never uh, Say Never Again. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, uh, there was an interview that was done uh, with Sean Connery uh, around the time Never Say Never Again was uh, uh, filmed. And uh, uh, they had asked him how he felt about the movie. <laughs> and his response was, what's that? Huh? I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you assholes. You know, it's amazing that he's still alive. How old is Sean Connery? He's got to be 90, right? Is he's he... he's pretty old at this point. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, we give him a hard we, time. We assume he he's was... still alive. <laughs> no, no, no one's That's seen true. him in like 10 years. That is oh, it's gonna be no, weird. he was just at the U.S. Open, wasn't he? Like a year or two ago? He is probably a... like a decade ago, but... It was. Know. It's yeah. going to be really awkward when, like, we forget <laughs> that we talked about this and the episode releases, but Sean Connery has just passed away. <laughs> oh, that'd be so sad. It would be super depressing that our 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 send off to Sean Connery, <laughs> one of our favorite it. Bonds. Like, I don't know why I'm giving him such a hard time, like uh, making all these jokes throughout our our episodes that we've been recording, like that he's just super old and like decrepit. And he's a mummy. I do. Whoa, I don't, <laughs> Whoa! Don't don't pin that on us. That was all you. Yeah. Hey, he's got to pin that toupee on his head all the time. <laughs> I feel so bad that he had to wear a wig for almost every single Bond movie. It's only the first one he doesn't, right? You feel bad about that? Why? Mm. Well, I mean, why couldn't he grow hair? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're upset when people can't grow hair? Okay, I, I have a lot of hair. So you, are, you are very sensitive. <laughs> uh, now I don't feel so bad making fun of him because, like, I'm making, like, like you know, like, ageist jokes. All right, okay, they're not great. They're not, you know, that hilarious, but all right, whatever. I, I don't know. That mummy one was pretty good. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Thank you. So, I... Uh, <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, you want to move us on from from zombie Sean Connery? <laughs> I want to see that Bond film. Uh, if it's zombies to everything else, why not James Bond? That, right? almost, that, that almost was the ending to Skyfall. <laughs> We're almost 10 minutes into this episode, and we have not talked about a single Bond movie yet. Oh, yeah, it's probably not good. All right, so we're going to... Because LPJ screwed this up last time, we start with our fifth, fifth. favorite. Oh, right. Sorry. And then we move up to our favorite. <laughs> because at the it end. was such a shocker when my number one was Die Another Day. Ah, uh, yeah. He raises a valid point. That wasn't It very was shocking. the Mr. Three Machine Guns over there. <laughs> yeah. I was really upset, even though I also agreed. But anyway. So, number five. Um, Joe, would you like to go first this time around? I will go first, and this is going to be controversial because we've already talked about this movie, but my number five is License to Kill. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> I did not see that coming. Here, why? Here's, here's the thing. I really like Timothy Dalton as James Bond. Like, I think he's underrated, and I, I don't know. I like both his movies, but between the two, this is the one that I like more, and so I wanted to put one in the top five. And so I decided to go with this one. I think it's fun. I like the how you know like late '80s it is. I like the the action sequence at the end is fun. I like Wayne Newton showing up in it. <laughs> that was the, your oh your precious heart, isn't that what he says? I yeah. will yeah. say that the 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 premise of Bond rebelling against MI6 and hunting down uh, somebody to get revenge for his friend and his friends Money Penny and like Hugh help him out. This and this was one of the last Bond films for a while. This could yeah. have been the, the longest ending. gap. Yeah. yeah, this could have been an ending to a Bond series. And it, 
you know? And so I think that deserves some kind of credit that they kind of were attempting to give some closure when they weren't going to be making Bond films for a while. Yeah, and he uses that lighter to get him at the end, the lighter that Felix gave him. It's, I don't know. I just the lighter that Felix lighter <laughs> gave him. Yeah. And I don't care. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't care That's much. Of the sequence with the semis is awesome. And I don't know. Like I said, I like Timothy Dalton. He's more of kind of like a serious bond you know he's kind of like oh, yeah. he's kind of like daniel craig before daniel craig and, he was a more and, literary bond he was a yeah, little bit more I cold and, and stoic I, I don't hate him and i like living daylights it's just i have some issues with it namely the main bond girl in it is like the worst and she just ruins the whole movie come for on me. she's a world famous cello player yeah and she's like <laughs> okay yeah that was pretty lame <laughs> so but yeah I, I mean like i said i get it and i understand all everyone's complaints against license to kill but i don't know i like all it right. Yeah, I I loved. Um, I'm blanking on the actor's name. We talked about him in Die Hard, but the guy that is Sanchez, the boss from License to Kill, mm-hmm. he's a favorite of mine as, in terms of boss. Like he's you know he's he's very drug lord 1980s you know antagonist. I, yeah. I mean that, but, but you know, Bond's always been fairly topical. Yeah. You know when uh, when drug lords are are a really big thing and people are talking about them. They you know that's what happens in the 80s uh, when uh, every other movie goes into space. Bond also <laughs> goes into space. It's yeah. just you know it goes with the, the territory. The other thing that I really like with License to Kill that I just thought of. So I should have I should not have said I didn't like this movie at all. Is I like how Bond kind of infiltrates um, Sanchez. You yeah. know he he becomes friends with him. Yeah. To get to know him more. Oh yeah, like that's a kind of cool plot to you know for Bond, because there's a lot of times in the Bond movies like he he's right face to face with the villain and you know is is doing all these other things. He's using a different name and all that. But it's just not as, I don't know, it's not as personal of a relationship. Well, so many times, Bond's reputation precedes him. You know, like, mm-hmm. well, Mr. Bond, I have you again. And Bond's like, yeah, 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 you all know me. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of interesting to have an angle where he goes a while where the villain doesn't know. And let's face it, why would a drug lord know a double O agent for <laughs> MI6? Like, that would be mm-hmm. weird if he was like, Mr. Bond, I have you at last. And it's like, oh, great, it's somebody else who knows me. You know? He could he could have used that dumb computer that Christopher Walken uses to look License to Kill. Uh, Joe, do you remember in License to Kill when um, when his cover's blown? Bonds. Is uh, it is it is it Del Toro yeah, that figures it out? Yeah, it's because like earlier in the movie, Benicio Del Toro like fights with them like in that bar. Uh, okay. And then, like, they don't. Then, when they're touring, like, the drug plant, like, he recognizes them and, okay. like, ruins his cover. That's what I thought. And okay. then he feeds Benicio del Toro to that, like, machine that grinds up yeah, the drugs or something. The grinder? So. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> anyway. All right. Craig, what is your number five? My number five is, uh, uh, well, we did a whole episode devoted to it. I really like Thunderball. Nice. Thunderball is, is is I have a lot of great memories with the movie. I had a crush on uh, <laughs> Vol- Volpe uh, when I was younger. I, I enjoyed that, uh, uh, you know, you had a, a, a powerful Bond villainous who is uncorruptible by bond mm-hmm. you know i feel like there's a lot of really cool scenes like you know the uh when he does the like when she, the, he gets confronted in that uh uh like you know gathering and she asks him for a dance like there's just there's something really menacing about the fact that bond's like hobbling along with a bullet in his leg trying not to get caught he's surrounded the club he goes to try, try to dance with a girl so he can kind of start slipping away and she's like may i have this dance because it's like you're gonna be executed bond like she she's mm-hmm. got him right where she wants him 
And then, of course, he, you know, tricks her and, you know, like, does a sachet with her and she gets shot in the back. Yeah. Although the line at the end where he's like, oh, she's just dead. <laughs> and then, like, it doesn't say even dead tired. It's like, did Sean Connery just not finish the line? Like, what happened there? But, yeah, there's so much about the movie I love. And so go back if you haven't listened to it already and listen to our Thunderball episode. Plus, well, their pl- Thunderball episode. I was just a part of it. <laughs> Plus, you've gone on record as you like seeing live sharks getting killed on film, right? <laughs> I believe that is something. Nice. But like, only with actually, harpoons. Only yeah, with harpoons. well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't actually like that because I'm the one collecting sharks. So when sharks are getting killed, they're my sharks that I invested my diamond money in. <laughs> so, like, it's just terrible. I, it, it doesn't help me in the least. So I, I don't really uh, appreciate shark death. And I mentioned it, too, in the Thunderball episode. You know, it is prime Bond mania, too. Oh, yeah. So, and, and the movie does have... The movie brings in so many things that then future Bond films do. You know, we talked about on that episode how you know they have to keep upping the ante based on Goldfinger's huge success. <laughs> so that's why we get some of that ridiculousness of Thunderball. But then that carries on, and since we love the Bond movies, obviously we love that ridiculousness. So mm-hmm. it, there's it's, a it's, it's a charm very to it. influential film. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I can go next. My number five. Um, I'm curious how people are going to feel about this. Uh-huh. It's Goldeneye. Number five. My number five is is Pierce Bronson. I, <laughs> dang it! Ah, I was doing so well. Drink Pe- Pepe Bra- Bruno. <laughs> Pepe Bruno. Pierce Brosnan's Goldeneye. It is, um, you know, number one. There's a lot of that nostalgia. Being younger, the video game, mm-hmm. which. Uh, Craig show Legend of Retro has done an episode on. Yeah, if you uh, uh, loved the video game, make sure to check out that Legend oh, of Retro. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, we just mentioned it with License to Kill, you know, from Joe. There's a six-year gap in between License to Kill and, and Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. And the DB5 returns, you know, Pierce wanted to be Bond back in the 80s when, when Roger Moore should have hung it up earlier. <laughs> and so... I, I think that Bond brought back the Roger Moore style of Bond, and I, I kind of like Roger Moore. I think he might actually be my favorite Bond. Really? Yeah, it might be Daniel Craig now. I don't know, but the last few Daniel Craig movies haven't done a whole lot <laughs> for me. So Interesting. Yeah, but I I don't know. I think that the Bond girl, what was her name, uh, Natasha? Mm-hmm. She's kind of cool. N- Natalia. Natalia, 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 thank you. Like she's, Zen- she's Zenya on a top. She's smart. <laughs> She kind of handles herself. It's kind of neat to see that little refreshing. I love again. I, I've mentioned this before. You know, having a, a double O be the antagonist. Just like I mean, that was Skyfall. the that was first of the yeah. uh, of that kind of like trope that we would see later on. And uh, yeah, I I uh, have Golden Eye at some point too. And uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's great. I'll I'll share some of my thoughts on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's on. It's it'll be somewhere on my list. So, <laughs> yeah. so it sounds like we have a lot of nostalgia towards it because oh, a lot yeah. of people do not like Golden Eye. So I, I don't know. A part of me can kind of see, you know, when people are like, "Oh, it's got all these problems in it." And it's like, yeah, but like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the, to me, that's <laughs> what it, it mostly is. Although I do think that there are a lot of really good parts to the to the movie and stuff. So, uh, LBJ, you have your I uh, uh, haven't said your fifth uh, choice yet, though. My right? fifth. Uh-huh. God, <laughs> is a view to a kill. Uh, <laughs> I, there's five is high, but okay. <laughs> I love, I, I love crazy over the top villains, and nobody does crazy and over the top like Christopher Walken does crazy and over the top. Mm-hmm. Nobody. There's a scene. 
His workers are drowning. Yeah. That's not good enough. He's got to spray them with machine gun bullets <laughs> as they're already drowning. He shoots them all dead while they're dying. That's just a waste of bullets. That's just fucking crazy and great. I, I mean, listen, it's fun to watch. He's it, got a blimp. It, it does have a blimp. And at one with po- the big Z on and it. At one, and horses. Yeah, and at one point, that blimp that he's riding sneaks up on Tanya Roberts, and she, <laughs> she doesn't hear it behind her, <laughs> and it that, snatches her up. She's that oh, smart. The humanity. But, so, like, she is the so, worst part of that movie. I, Tanya listen, Roberts is I, horrible. I get what you're saying. It's fun to watch. And and I but like if you're like hey, you can only pick five Bond movies to watch for the rest of your life, you know? <laughs> like it wouldn't be in there. That wouldn't be one that this I would is pick. My, this is one of mine. <laughs> yeah. No, that's hey, listen. Is one of mine. Uh, he is so. You would you would mention something previously, not while we were recording, <laughs> how the horse racing ties in. So, do you know, like? Christopher, do you remember Christopher Walken's backstory? Yes, like okay. who he is? Oh, yeah, he's like a genetically engineered like super soldier. <laughs> he's, and yeah. they're used, it's like I get that they tie it in because of like the drugs Yet that they're testing on the horses. Sixty-year-old James Bond stuff. kicks his they, ass. Yeah, they're good. trying to recreate the formula. <laughs> he's basically like like evil Captain America. Yeah, but he's not super strong. What did you just say? Max Sword. He's is evil. evil Captain America. He's not even. Is, he's not even American. Is he? I said evil. <laughs> he's German. You're not American. I was gonna you're say, evil. Yeah, what does he's that Captain mean? He's Captain Nazi. Fine. So he's the Red Skull. I guess. But yeah, minus the Red Skull part. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. He's a super the Red genius. Skull, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. There is one scene of View to a Kill that is so fucking bonkers. It's when he's on top of... What? (laughs) When he's on top of the Eiffel Tower and there's that butterfly dancer. What the hell is that? She was a real dancer. (laughs) She was a real dancer that they found there and they just threw in the movie. I feel like that's how Roger Moore and John Glenn, the director, got at the end of their careers. They're like, shit, there's stuff going on around us. (laughs) We'll just throw it in the movie. Whatever. (laughs) Number four. Uh, uh, you want my number four? Sure. Uh, let's see here. So my number four <laughs> is From Russia with Love. Okay. Yeah. It is such a good movie. It's so damn good. I I really, really enjoy it from the, the, the opening song by Matt Monroe mm-hmm. uh, all the way through. Uh, Bond's friendship with the uh, uh, like the gypsy camp. You would think like it'd be like, oh, okay, Bond f- befriends some like gypsies. That's kind of weird, right? Like that's going to probably be awkward and off. But uh, you really enjoy the cat fight, don't you? The cat fight was a little weird. <laughs> it's so weird. That was a little <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. You you got me there. Yeah. It's not a perfect movie. That's why it's four, not three. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, but uh, but like when he uh, uh, like befriends the dude, uh, you know the the head of the gypsy camp who uh, and I don't know the exact details here, but I've heard that like that guy actually ended up like passing away soon after the movie was finished because of the fact that like he was just in immense pain so like when he's like looks like he's in pain in the movie that's legitimately he's just in agony but he refused to like let them recast him he wanted to finish the movie hmm. and so uh like i so many you know props to that guy you have you know specter uh is like kind of rearing their ugly head in this movie and they want bond dead cuz he killed doctor no yeah that's great yeah and Rosa Klebb has knife shoes that <laughs> Bond smells, probably. Yeah, okay, I and mean, that's number four for a reason. It's such a cool plot. It is a true spy movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? 
every uh, uh, I'm not gonna say every other, but I would say the the vast majority of the Bond films feel huge and yeah. big. This one feels so intimate and yeah. small, but in like a good way. But though. yeah, oh, in yeah. the best yeah, possible yeah. way, and 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 it really feels like, I mean, realistically, there's only really four characters in this movie. If you look at Rosa Club, Red, uh, Bond, and Natasha. Natasha. I mean, the rest of the characters are kind of all ancillary, but there's really only four real core characters to this movie, mm-hmm. and they all serve their part really well it, within the context of the story without um, stepping on each other's toes or even seeming even seeming slightly superfluous to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like every everything fits very very well and, and compactly in this movie, and and I think it's it's my favorite Sean Connery movie. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's just great. It's just really, really, for being the second film, it feels like a change of pace from all the other films, even though it's still only the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I also had it as my number four. Really? Nice. I did. So it is, yeah, I mean, we've already said a lot about it. Like I like your, your comment, LPJ, about kind of how intimate it is. And I think, like, one of maybe, it might be my favorite scene of the entire series is the battle on the train. Oh, yeah. that is so yeah. good. It yep. is. It's that train battle so, is great. It's so well choreographed. It is, you truly, like, man, Robert Shaw plays that sidekick villain so well. And you're just, you are anxious and anticipating when he's going to finally drop the act and finally go after Bond and be like, hey, you're, uh, you know, you're working for Spectre. And when Bond sees him, you know, drug Natasha too, you're also wondering, you know, who's gonna figure, who's gonna take the first move? Like it's a chess game, which mm-hmm. is awesome because that's a theme. Because the one, you know, Spectre villain that comes up with this overall plot, you know, is playing chess in the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's so cool and intricate, and I think I wish more Bond movies were in that direction because it is a smart movie. Mm-hmm. The only other Bond film that's like that is Casino Royale. Yeah. We might see that on this list too. <laughs> yeah. Any other things on that? So I gave my number four. Joe, what was your four? Uh, it's uh, another one that we've talked about, but I'm thinking this one might go over a little better. Uh, my number four is uh, Skyfall. Okay. Um, and I, like, I understand the criticisms. Mm-hmm. But I just, I enjoy the movie. I think it's one of those kind of like Bond has a mission that he's on, that he's going on. I love Javier Bardem in it. And also like, I mean, the action sequence are good, but also like, it's just like, it's a really beautiful looking shot movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. Roger Deakins, who does, I think most of the Coen brothers work and all that, it just looks like all the set pieces and everything just, they look great. And I, I don't know, I enjoy it. I find it really rewatchable and. Yep. Joe, I, uh. Uh, greatly respect you as a person, <laughs> and uh, I will uh, just you know remind our fans to listen to our uh, top five <laughs> least favorite Bond films. And uh, uh, you're looking good today. <laughs> it it's a you're right. It is a beautiful film. You know everything that's done in Scotland is, is gorgeous. Um, I I love when the DB5 comes back, which Craig felt like that was Fan just link. yeah just to make the fans happy, but. I don't know. I, you know, we've talked about how Silva did is it such make a great, you happy. It did make me very happy. Are you a happy. fan? Yes, I am. <laughs> wow. Then don't you suppose that it was funny to make the you fans don't love, happy? Come on, that, you that don't doesn't love, make it wrong. You don't love the DB5. Oh no, I, 
I greatly appreciate all those things for when they were in the movies they were in. Yeah. I just like I like to me it was like it was very pandering to me. It was very like, hey guys, here's another reference. Hey guys, here's another reference. It's like, yeah, I, I'm I get it. I get Bob it. makes fun of it though, or or M makes fun of it. She's like, oh, that piece of junk. You know, that's <laughs> kind of cool. I like that, and I I talked about it as well on on my favorite. Or maybe I didn't talk about it. No, I talked about it when I was arguing yes, with you about when you were, Yeah, when we were bickering yeah, back and forth. Yeah, was that I, I just, I love the relationship between M and Bond in this movie, and it's, it's such a cool thing. So I actually, I had I had Skyfall as my number six. Like, I, I really wanted to put it in my top five, but I didn't, so I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, man. <laughs> so what, uh, what number are we on So next? we're doing my number four. Yeah. My number four. Oh, boy. The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> this is another one. I'm so glad you made the list. This is another one where I knew you were gonna bring this up. It's so stupid, but I love Nicknack. I love Scaramanga. I don't care that he's got a third nipple. I like the concept of the golden gun that he carries around in pieces with him. I like the whole assassin versus assassin, the private island. I love the fact that Knickknack is always trying to kill Scaramanga so he can inherit the island. I love that aspect of it. What about J.W. Pepper, though? J.W. Pepper, I could take him or leave him. But oh, he's awful. He, he is awful. Yeah, and super racist. racist. Yeah. 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 That part's yeah. not... Uh, yeah, that part's not great, um, but but again, this isn't my number one. But he is a returning character too, like Jaws. Yeah, we, we forgot to bring him up yeah, in the earlier yes. thing. J W Pepper. J W Pepper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so sure. That bad. part gets a little dumb. Um, and you know, the plot is do the Solex, the the, la- the giant solar power, <laughs> the stuff. giant solar powered laser, aka uh, die another day laser. <laughs> oh, <Icarus>? aka <laughs> aka diamonds <laughs> on forever laser. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I get that that's a common trope, but it, this is one of those movies that every time it's on, I just sit and watch it because it's so, I don't know what it is about this movie. I just love it. I, I, I will say, I do like the idea of uh, like Bond having to fight an assassin and it's sort of like a one-on-one duel. Like, that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> the idea, at least. And, I, and the other thing, too, is it's like Christopher Lee, like... I just feel like he, much like, you know, like Christopher Walken and like View to a Kill. It's like, oh, this is a great actor. Or uh, Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. All these poor Chris's. <laughs> I was going to say, it must be the name. Yeah, it, it's just like, oh, it just, you, you just, they just didn't do what they should have with you. you See, know? I kind of disagree. I I mean, this is not a top five Bond movie <laughs> at all. <laughs> but I liked Christopher yeah. Lee's role in this movie. I thought he was... I mean, it was kind of straightforward, but like that's kind of his job as the assassin. Is he is, he's just kind of focused on getting Bond, now, and he's not very like he's personal about it, but he's cold about it. Yeah, and I will I like say, that. I when I when I throw Christopher Lee under the bus, it's less mm. in this case like that they didn't you know like he didn't do a good job or whatever, and mm. more that it's like oh he got the man with the golden gun. Yeah, like oh okay, oh. <laughs> all right. As far as like a Roger Moore one goes, I don't hate it, but. Mm. I don't like the theme song, which, by the way, I forgot to mention. I love I love the song. Skyfall theme song by Adele. I forgot. I want oh, to throw that in. Yeah, yeah. I will say oh, yeah. that 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 theme song is great. I want it to is, throw that in. It is a wonderful Bond song. But you know, the, the man is, with the golden gun by Lulu, I believe, the is man yeah. with the golden gun. It's super stupid. It's so bad. Yeah, it's. I I I've made it a point that I. 
Was that a, he's got a third nipple? Dip, he's <laughs> got a third <laughs> nipple. <laughs> and a little man. using Tabasco. <laughs> I, do you want a, a depressing downer for the uh, for this before we move to the next pick? I can't imagine Nick. you having oh, a depressing oh, downer. Oh, please, yes. Hold on, hold on. Hot shot. Pop quiz, hot shot. Uh, the the guy, and I don't remember his name, but the guy who played Nick Knack. Hervé Villachez. Yes. Uh, he apparently liked. Super fan. He, uh, <laughs> uh, he really got a lot of crap like in the, the last like years of his life, and I think he eventually committed suicide. He did, yeah. He was yeah. an alcoholic. There's a movie coming out starring Peter Dinklage called Hervé. Uh, it's actually out, I think. Cause, uh, did it come out? I, I'm pretty sure because uh, uh, I actually, the only reason I know this is because I actually had swung by my mother's uh, place to, to visit uh, for a bit. I had to drop something off. And uh, she and uh, uh, her husband were watching uh, that that movie where yeah. it's like mm. the, all about his life. It's like all from the point of view of the reporter who like did a one last interview with him. And uh, and it was and it was like just kind of like depressing. He like yeah. he became like a painter at the end of his life, and like you know, and it's you know like oh, okay, that's cool. But like he'd get like heckled, and people would be like, oh, do the line about the plane, and you know, and it's just like he was almost like he felt like he was a joke and stuff. So yeah, it's just super depressing. The more and more I'm thinking about the man with the golden gun, the more and more I don't like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, there is what the hell's going on when the sumo wrestling goes on and oh, he's yeah. trying to have a fight with kung fu stuff and uh, that leads to the river chase. That's all pretty dumb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then like, I mean, what is the actual plot of this movie? Is it just about the assassin's revenge or is it more about no, that he steals weird that, solar The Solex thing? laser. Yeah, he steals that. It's... Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving That's on. A, yeah. Uh, number three. Number three. Who wants to go? I can go. Right, well. Um, let's keep rolling with uh, Roger Moore. My number three is The Spy Who Loved Me. Okay. I um, I don't know. There's so much action in this movie. There's a lot going on. It remi- It is a... It's, it's Roger Moore's Goldfinger in that it... Yeah, I, I would agree with that. that right? And that it, it hits all the things that you expect in a Bond movie. You know, you've got, like, this weird lair. You've got a pretty devious plan with nuclear weapons again. You've got an awesome showdown at the end where there's tons of fighting and lots of people going on. You've got the car, the Lotus, that is awesome in the movie. Um, I like the twist that you've got that he has to work with the Russian spy and he ends up killing her fiance or her husband. Oh yeah. And like he doesn't bring it up or, or maybe he didn't know that they were together. I'm trying to remember the whole thing there. I, he gets killed like at the beginning, I think, and then yeah. they later find out. I think it's during like the, yeah, they, the cold open. Yeah. It's another skiing scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is another skiing scene. But it's a good skiing scene yeah, from what no, I remember. Is, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, like if I had to pick a favorite Roger Moore one, Spy Love Me would definitely be it. I mean, it might even be like six or seven on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another one that has a great uh, theme song. Uh, oh man! Oh, that I is, was gonna say it is <laughs> yeah. probably my favorite Bond song. Yeah, I think it's, it's Carly mine. Simon's. It's a, yeah. uh, uh, nobody does it better. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It really is. It's so good. It yeah. is really good. I love that song. And I think that song hit number two in the Billboard charts. A View to a Kill is the only one that made it to number one before Adele. Yeah, I will Skyfall. say, A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Yeah, it's not a good so one too. Good. Yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. the best thing about that movie. But yeah, I mean, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, Spy Who Loved Me is. You know, I, I think that Roger it's it's Roger Moore's best too. 
Um, I like the scenes in Egypt. You get the introduction to Jaws. You get a cool, well, Jaws different in that movie character. was cool. Yeah, you he know, wasn't he, so great in Moonraker. Yeah, not but, so much. But I mean, he is like, he's intense and kind of scary in Spy Who Loved Me. He kills a lot of people in that movie. So I feel like he takes out like four or five people in that film. It's okay. Love changes him. He becomes a good person. <laughs> yeah. Well, they he gets blasted off into space forever. So, whatever. What's your next? Uh, I'll do uh, my number three. We uh, we already talked about it quite a bit, but it's uh, from Russia with love. Oh, I thought you were awesome. gonna say man with a golden gun. No. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, that's not gonna get mentioned again. Uh, and, and I mean, I agree with all the stuff that we already talked about with it. Plus, like as I said, geez, it seems. Seems like just yesterday or earlier today when I talked about <laughs> watching a lot of the earlier Connery ones with my dad. This, uh, for much would love, was his favorite or his, is his favorite. Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing it a lot. I remember like being young and like trying to replicate that sweet briefcase that had all like the secret compartments. <laughs> all that and, briefcase like, was cool. Yeah. The that. introduction of Q is awesome in this film because you're right. That briefcase is awesome. Um, yeah, it's just it's cool yeah. and, and such a good movie. Yeah, yeah. All I mean, all the things you guys already said. I don't have. Yeah. you know, it's. I agree with it all, and I like the briefcase. You know, it's actually <laughs> when I started getting into Bond from Russia with Love was the last one I saw. That was one that you know really? I, had come out before and hadn't seen it. Yeah, it was the very last one that I saw. I don't know why that is. Maybe it just wasn't on TV as much or something. That could be. But I definitely. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't usually on. Yeah, it was usually like Goldfinger. Thunderball, and then like the cheesier Roger Moore movies. Yeah. So yeah, it was the last one of the collection I remember seeing. All right. Um, I'll go next. What we're still at three. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's Craig though, right? Uh, well, you can go next, PJ. My three is Skyfall. Okay. Um, I love the soundtrack, the the the, the song specifically. The the opening. The opening yeah, song. It's a great song. I really um, like it. I really like um, I like the the characterization of Q in this one. Like I like young kind of yeah young Q. I like young Q, and how uh, how the new MI6 kind of operates. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely you, like Ray, Ray Ray Fiennes in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Ray Fiennes is great. In it. He's really good in this. Do you also like The Dark Knight and Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> Better than you apparently. <laughs> uh, and you know, and, and you're right. It does have some issues. The fact that. That that Silva kind of knows everything before it's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. and and planning it out obviously is a little little iffy. But I don't, I don't think it hinders my enjoyment of the movie. Obviously, mm. there's some. I mean, it's you your know, number three. Issues, it's you issues. know, it's it's well, obviously not hindering your enjoyment. Yeah. Plus, it's real cool when he takes that like thing out of his mouth and his face is all disformed oh, yeah. and yeah. stuff. And yeah, yeah and really I love cool. that weird abandoned island too. That oh whole yeah, that's awesome. Really that's again cool. another thing about how beautiful the movie looks. Like yeah. everything, all the set pieces are so cool, and that's one of them. Yep. Oh damn! It. I just realized I have six movies on my list. Oh, <laughs> one's an honorable mention. It's like, uh, ju- listen, just take "Never Say Never" again off the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We told you you can't do that one because it's, it's Warner a, Brothers, it's not a real MGM. Movie. Uh, so technically, that's my number four. <laughs> <laughs> what is your actual number three? My actual number three is yeah, Goldeneye. Yes. Okay. okay. Hey, you know, that's a perfect segue because my number three is Goldeneye. There okay. we go. <laughs> I uh, I really, really like the movie. It I'm I'm sure that it has its faults, but I don't see them. It's it's a <laughs> lot of nostalgia blind. It's the game. I mean, honestly, just like the the game like i just i was so hooked on that damn yeah. 
friggin' video game that uh, it's just like there's no way I wouldn't enjoy it. But like, there's so many cool scenes with like Trevelyan and Bond, mm-hmm. and the the fact that they have that rivalry, and you know, Bond was gonna let him die, and Trevelyan's not thrilled about that, but Bond kind of doesn't give a shit because it's <laughs> all about the mission and he's cold and he's callous and he's like d- numbed his feelings. Hell, uh, Trevelyan says a line at one point where he says something like, uh, do those like martinis silence the screams of all those women mm-hmm. and like, or, uh, and like the screams of the women, uh, that you failed to protect or whatever. And you know, Bond doesn't really respond in like anger. He's just like, yeah, whatever. What do you want, man? I thought you were dead. You know, he's yeah. just like, he's just real, real cold about it and callous. And, uh, you know, you get to see a little bit more of a human side at the end when he's in the uh, antenna cradle and uh, they're fighting, which is a great scene, you know, mm-hmm. them battling. Uh, and, uh, uh, you great know. Great soundtrack, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it was like, really like the music throughout the film is great. And the way that he, that they use the Bond theme mm-hmm. into it, I love. But I will, I will say my, one of my, probably my favorite Bond, like, theme not necessarily like bond song like opening song but like isn't even from the movies it's the uh antenna cradle from the damn video game <laughs> yeah. anytime i think of james bond that's the song that pops in my head and i go oh it's not even really from the movies is it <laughs> but i uh, but no when he like catches him and he's mm-hmm. about to fall and he has probably one of the most grisly deaths ever he's like uh. you know for england james and he's like yeah yeah you're gonna kill me and he's like nope for me drops him breaks his back and then Bond is like not good enough drops the antenna on him and it's like is Trevelyan gonna come back no he <laughs> ain't coming back for that no not so much the opening the opening scene of that movie is really good yeah. too yeah, yeah. and like I, he's jumping off the bridge oh the, yeah the yeah. Uh, the damn it's the flashback yeah. Yeah. yeah and I love too how it brings in different parts of the film so like the, the three minute scene so Bond changes the timer, and then Trevelyan says, oh, same three minutes that you gave me, James. <laughs> like, I love that. Oh, yeah. And I love a couple times him and um, Natalia. Um, Nata- uh, yeah, Natalia. Yeah, Natalia. Yeah. I got to write that time. I, I, I thought I was so set on the fact that, oh, he's going to be wrong that yeah. I, I totally bought that he's like, He's like, kill her. She means nothing to me. And then <laughs> when it happens the other time around, she's like, kill him. He means nothing to me. Like, it's just little kind of quirky yeah. things mm-hmm. like that that I love. And I mentioned how... Um, I think the scene on the train is my favorite from For the Love of All Bond movies. My second favorite might be the tank scene in oh, St. Yeah. Petersburg. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's I love it. And it's like 10 minutes maybe. It like really It's long. a long it's so scene. Good, it's probably too long, but it's so <laughs> yeah. fun. It's it is great. so fun. I love how he adjusts the tie when, he, when he's in the middle of it. You know, It is such a fun scene. Him hunting down Oromov. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boromir, right? That's his first name. I... Uh, I think so. I yeah. think you might be right. And then you got Boris with the pen and the clicking. <laughs> I always yeah. think, I always do that all the time. I'm invincible. Yeah. And then he it. gets hit with nit- uh, not nitroglycerin. Uh, what's the uh, liquid hydrogen? Liquid hydrogen or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. This is also the first Bond film I saw in the theater. Yeah. Oh, Me too. We went, nice. we went together. Yeah. You two saw it together. I, I, have, a, yeah. I have a very specific yeah, memory of ahead. this because we were very cool in high school and uh-huh. we, we skipped a marching band practice to go oh, see this. We did. Oh, how dare I, you. But it was like in November. I think it was like a parade practice so yeah. no one really cared. But yeah, we went and saw it at the uh, AMC so Wonderland. Was it me, you, and Jeff? Maybe, yeah. I think yeah. Jeff was there, too. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. AMC Wonderland. Yeah. It was one of the last films we saw at AMC yeah. Wonderland. Oh, oh, you yeah. didn't have to cross uh, Plymouth Road then. No. You didn't have to have Mom help you. <laughs> but we said, you know what? Whatever this parade we were practicing for, we could. We don't need it. We need James Bond. Yep. I mentioned it, too, in the past, but I saw this movie at the Quivadas. So. The Quivadas? Yeah, nice. but it was, yeah, it was the first Bond movie 
it actually it would have been one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater that mm. I remember because yeah. it was '95, so I was nine. But yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, are we on the number twos? We are no, on wait, the number. Oh, you already did your three. I did three already. Yeah. Yeah, we all we did, did three. three. Yep. So, so it's number two. Two. Well, I mean, two's easy because my number two is Golden Nine. We just pretty much <laughs> said. <laughs> all right. We've said everything, and I everyone was talking. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna hold this story about how we skipped marching band practice to go see it. <laughs> but then you told it, and I was like, well, I'll talk about the tank scene, and then the. So it's like I really everything everyone said, and it's. It's weird because I think most of the Pierce Brosnan ones are kind of garbage, but I love this one, and it was the first Bond movie I saw in the theaters, and yeah, I think we've said all the stuff about it. Kind of garbage? I think all the other Pierce movies uh, I have are, are garbage. three of the four on my least favorite, and <laughs> yeah. one on my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's so bizarre how, like... Yeah, I mean he he hit a home run in the first movie. That's my same thoughts with Daniel Craig's movies, though. Is like the yeah. fact that it's like I love the first, and then all the others are. Eh. But uh, obviously, I'm in the minority on that one on this <laughs> yeah. show. But uh, I can uh, do my number two. Yeah, next yeah if you absolutely. Want. It's uh, it's a movie we've already done on the show. It's Goldfinger. Okay. Um, I mean, Goldfinger is such an iconic movie. It's what really. Oh, the movie, not the band. <laughs> Correct. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, not not the punk rock band. Oh. Dang. Um, it really turns Bond into Bond. You know, from mm-hmm. Rush With Love and Dr. No are great movies, but what really makes Bond crazy and insane and such a big hit in, in franchise history is Goldfinger. Yeah. Um, so many scenes to love. You know, the gadgets get a little crazier. The DB5 gets debuted. Um, yeah. Odd job for Simley. Have, oh, man. I have a, a wacky sidekick. <laughs> a wacky, you but know. still somehow incredibly threatening oh, and, yeah. and intimidating uh, villain. I, I wouldn't even call him wacky. Let's just say he's he's a sidekick with a gimmick. It's He's the first one with a gimmick. A gimmick, yeah, or yeah. an eccentric kind of uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, henchman. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it's a great movie. I, I love Goldfinger. Now, I... Uh, as uh, uh, far as that goes, so we're on our number twos then. So, uh, Joe, your number two was uh, GoldenEye, so you've already dropped yours. Right. So, LPJ, do you have uh, your number two? Yeah, my number two is From Russia With Love. Okay. Oh, All right. oh man, and it's so good. And it's for the reason that I said before, that it is such... It, it's very much a tight spy film, mm-hmm. and it's very unlike the rest of the other Bond films, uh, with the exception of Casino Royale. Which has that same kind of cat and mouse between him and um, um, the sheep. The sheep. Thank you. With the with the sheep, it's that same kind of thing where they're they're just kind of testing each other. Yeah. Like like subtly testing each other to see who's going to break first or who's going to make the first move. It's very much the same thing in 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 From Russia with Love and and um, I believe it or not, I've only seen it twice. Uh, really, I've only seen the movies seen from Russia with love. It's complete straight through. Oh, I mean, gotcha, twice. Gotcha. Uh, and it, it's just one of those ones that I just feel like it's a perfect spy film. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's so sure. good. And I love Istanbul too, like as a site. Not Constantinople, correct? <laughs> is there a song about that? Right? <laughs> uh, there is. So, number two, number correct? two for me is Casino Royale. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, similar to what you had said, you know, it is. It's more of a, a spy movie than it is like over the top action and stuff, you know. And uh, I actually, before I saw the movie, I read the book. And I loved it. Like, I thought it was great. And so when I was going into the movie, I was like, okay, you know, there's no way it's going to be like the book. 
And it is. It's obviously, I mean, set in modern times compared to like, you know, the 1950s, 60s or whatever the fir- uh, mm-hmm. first Bond uh, book was uh, written. Uh, but no, they did a phenomenal job with it. And uh, uh, they, you know, uh, went ahead and uh, uh, updated, you know, what they had to and stuff like that. But uh, as far as that goes, the, uh, you know, the, the fact that they brought Bond back to like more of a literary kind of like character where instead of him just being like, oh, he's charming and hilarious and he drops puns and one liners and, you know, he's so cute and stuff. It's like, you know, he's a little bit darker, but not super edgy, at, you know, at this point, I would say. And like, you know, like when I, uh, uh, you know, Ves- uh, Vesper, uh, you know, sacrifices herself and dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bond's just like fed up. He's fallen in love with her. He's just like utterly disgusted at the fact that he let himself be that open. And like, you know, when he's talking with M on the phone, he's just like, the bitch is dead. And it's just <laughs> like, oh man, like you love this woman and you're that hurt. Like, that's just such a great scene. Uh, that's amazing. The like him playing cards, the, uh, you know, I, I like, I get that they had to reboot Bond, you know, and I feel like they did it in a really good way. Yeah, I mean, there's drama in watching poker, you know, like because there's a good chunk of that movie that is it's I'm just playing cards. playing cards, but you definitely get a, a lot of thrill from it for sure. And so. I mean, let's face it, the finale at the end where he uh, like shoots uh, uh, Mr. White like, yeah. in the leg. And That's he's, awesome. Uh, he's crawling away and he drops so the line, you know, uh, the uh, of course, names Bond, James Bond line, yeah. you know. That's it's, great. Oh, it's so good. Yep. Joe, did we do your number two? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, because it was Goldeneye. We talked. <laughs> oh, that's right. Segwayed right <laughs> okay. in. So then, I mean, my number one is Casino Royale. It, it is. I um, you went. I went from my worst movie, which was Die Another Day, <laughs> and then it goes to my favorite movie, Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Like I was really, you know, I love James Bond, and and Die Another Day was such a disappointment for me. That and it, there was a big gap between those two movies yeah, as well. It was. was four years, and there was a lot of talk like, is James Bond dead? Because I think MGM was dealing with bankruptcy talks, and there mm-hmm. was all sorts of things that were making it sound like we might not ever see James Bond again. And I remember too, once I heard that it was going to happen and it was going to be Casino Royale, at first I was like, oh man, like the way I knew Casino Royale was the Peter Sellers <laughs> comedy. Yeah. So I was like, this might be really dumb. Then I find out, oh, it's Daniel Craig. I'm like, a blonde James Bond, a guy I've never heard of before. A lot of people yeah. really hated on Daniel Craig for being blonde. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, honestly, like the first time I saw it, I was like, why is Bond blonde? I was like, yeah. I don't understand this. And in hindsight, it's like, Okay, that's just stupid. Like, why was I complaining about that? Yeah, who cares? And and now we're having debates about the next Bond might be black or a woman. You know, like, it's kind of crazy where it's gone from there. It's a pity that Idris Elba is is older and yeah he won't be he would have yeah he would have been I feel like he would have actually been really solid but that's that's a story for another time (laughs) yeah and so you know Die Another Day disappointed me so much I had zero expectation from Casino Royale and I love every single moment of that movie I mean he he come I love that opening scene I don't believe that there's any music or or not really a whole lot of sound and it's in black and white oh, and yeah. he's just kicking ass and he, he's sitting hiding behind the desk and he's you know he's got the gun from from the other guy there's just the parkour scenes intense like there's just so many amazing parts of that movie um 
God, I love Casino Royale. I could watch it at I I could go home and watch it. I mean, and it's yeah. it's it's light. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I it's just the, it, it's it's is a perfect Bond movie. The opening, I will say, is like the fact that you know you learn that in order to become a double O agent, you have to kill two people, and uh and like and it's honestly it's really grisly watching Bond oh, yeah. kill his first man. He's having trouble. He's not having an mm-hmm. easy time. He's not that experienced at this point, and it's him fighting in a bathroom, and it's just really like guttural. And it's exactly what you needed to make. The franchise successful again. You needed to start that movie with something really important in your face. Like you needed to give the audience something to sell them into continuing to watch that movie. And you it needed and to it ground does. the movie. Yeah. It, needed, it needed to be grounded immediately so people understood what the new rules of the film are. Yeah. Because yeah. Pierce Brosnan just had so much campiness, so much craziness that they had to say, yeah, we are completely changing direction. And this is the way we're going to go with it. And that opening scene tells you, oh, yeah, it's hold on because this is going to be intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super intense. Because <laughs> Bond kills, all, like, you know. Oh, like, he was kills the- like crazy and no remorse, like mm-hmm. no nothing. Like when he kills the one guy for taking his phone, you know, like M's all pissed at him about it. He's like, eh, whatever. Like he's like, I don't care. He's like, I'm killing and the other thing too uh, is the fact that, like I, you know, in previous Bond movies, Bond had, uh, you know, it was like, it was like, you know, what was the kill count on the uh, one hundred ninety-seven? One hundred ninety-seven <laughs> people die in a Bond movie uh, for, with Pierce Brosnan. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, and like so, it gets to this point where Bond is having trouble with like his first kill, and you know, like when he after he kills the one dude, you know, he like you know the the guy who he's like you know ambushed, and he's like. Well, you know, after the first time it becomes easier and he's like, you know, just shoots the dude and it's like, you know, what does he say? He says, he says yes, considerably. Yes, considerably. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the accent too. <laughs> and uh, it's considerably easier. Murders the dude. And yeah, at that point it's like, okay, yeah, Bond has like, you know, it was maybe a little bit tough for him to kill that first dude. But now at this point he's just, you know, he's turned off in. the emotion. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I love about Casino Royale is my wife. The movie freaks her out. She hates the scene where he's being tortured with that device. I don't like that scene and the either. Balls. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like that scene <laughs> either. Get hit in the balls. I she had to like turn. <laughs> she had to turn away. It, it, it made her so upset. Oh yeah, it kind of turns your stomach watching yeah. it. But I love it that he's like doing a little bit harder. A little, you know? little left. Yeah, he's like a little, little left. That was oh, it. Yeah, it's like you are so hard. You are such a hard ass Bond. Like you are awesome. Like that's what I loved about. Daniel Craig in that first movie is is so badass. Yeah. Like he's literally getting pulverized in the nuts and he's like, yeah, there's a little scratch on the left or something like that. Yeah, awesome. he, uh, it, it, that's a great scene, and it, but it, it, it really does turn my stomach when I'm watching it. I'm just yeah. like, oh, God, that's got to be the worst. And it, and it wasn't expected either. I didn't think that was going to happen. I, I didn't either. And it did. Yep. And, uh, that's, and that's exactly why it's my number one. <laughs> it's people get hit in the balls. <laughs> Is it your number one? Yeah, it is my number one. And uh, Joe and then Craig, yeah. My number one. I assume it's it's uh, Goldfinger. Oh, Goldfinger! It's yeah, like Gold, Casino Royale. Number one, Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah. Joe and I are right. You two are wrong. It's like dang. <laughs> I mean, I was wondering because so yours is Goldfinger also. Goldfinger. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. I just I love Goldfinger. It's the. I mean, wow. it's honestly it's the first Bond movie I remember seeing like the whole thing of. 
I mean, it's got the the great car, the S.M. Martin. I love the villain. We talked about how great Odd Job is. It's just, I don't know, it just sticks in my mind when I think James Bond. That's what I think of is that movie. Yeah. It's like everything about it. The plot is like kind of kind of a little crazy, but enough where it's like, okay, it's kind of interesting. And I don't know. It's just like that's the movie I think of if I think of James Bond is Golden Goldfinger. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you <laughs> yeah, to die. Exactly. It's the, like that line, the laser. Yeah. yeah, it's a little over the top. It's a bit over the top. <laughs> yeah. It's really over think, the top. No, you know what? It's, as far as the Bond films go, I don't think it's over the top. Well, I guess I guess technically they're like at that point in the Bond franchise, it was certainly over the top. Sure. Yeah. But by later standards, you're right. It is certainly not. You know. But uh, but I do think that like the uh the the overall plan of like we're gonna gas the entire city around Fort Knox, and it's like, oh, okay, that's a little much. Like that's kind of crazy. Like that's a little a bit much. But I, I, but but you're right. I guess it is more grounded than others yeah. because it's all about Oric Goldfinger trying to get a hold of the golden Fort Knox. Or no, I'm sorry, not trying, trying to, to destroy the gold. Yeah, yeah, trying to irradiate it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, you know, I mean, Bond being like handcuffed to the thing, and it's just like, oh, that's so classic. Such a great ending yeah. scene. You know, the the final showdown with Odd Job, and and then like having the fight in the plane is cool too. Obviously, Pussy Galore. You know, changes the the role of the Bond girl forever too. The other thing that I really love about Goldfinger that other movies after it struggle with, and Austin Powers makes fun of, is why do villains always keep Bond around? Right? Why do they always keep him alive? And Goldfinger was really the only one that gave a reasonable explanation for it. You know, because in that scene, no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. You know, we talked about it on that episode yeah. that he's desperate. And he's trying to pull everything out to make sure that he doesn't get that laser in his crotch. What about Operation Grand Slam? (laughs) Right? So he has to, you know, he convinces Goldfinger, like, if I'm dead, someone else is going to replace me. So you got to kind of hold on to me here. And, you know, Felix is watching me, and you got to make sure that it looks like I'm still playing the part. So it made sense that yeah. Bond is still around. In so many of the other Bond movies, like you wonder like why why in the hell didn't the villain just pop him in the head? Right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like 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 die another day, for instance. Like as soon as Zhao realized, oh, this is Bond an assassin, he should have capped his ass. Instead he blew up the helicopter and other stuff. You know, there's just there's so many examples of that. So yeah. that's why I love with Goldfinger is is that. Yeah, we, so. we did. That was the, the first episode of the last action podcast I was on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, absolutely go back and listen to it because I, you know, it's I I love that movie so damn much. It is so mm-hmm. goddamn good. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> so I I am curious, though, because you and I have Casino Royale as our number one. Yeah. You mentioned it as a number, number two. two. Joe, you didn't you don't have it on your top five, huh? Uh, it's probably six. I mean, it's right there. I mean, so what is it about it that that still makes it good, but not top five good? I'm just kind of curious. I think it's uh, it seems a little long to me, and I think I mean, like, I get the poker stuff is kind of exciting, but there's a lot of card playing. And I had this conversation with a guy at work about it. Mm -hmm. Like that final hand, it's like it's like four people all going all in, and it's like I get it, it's for drama for a movie, but it's like oh he has the best hand. No wait, no he has the next best hand. And no it's wait, like, he has yeah, the best hand. Yeah, it's like it is, yeah, it's the perfect it, four poker hands, so, you it, know, or top four. Yeah, you can actually and get. it's like don't get me wrong, I think it's a great movie, and I I think it's it's just there's a few things where it's like it's kind of just outside of the top five for me. 
Okay. But I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, it, you know, it's right there. For a while it was in the top five, but I kind of tweaked it a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. No, I, it, you know, it's like I said earlier too, like I had Skyfall originally in my top five and I, I changed my mind on it. So I went with From Russia With Love. I added that in there. Yeah. So. My list fluctuated as we were talking. It's like initially it, I had Skyfall higher and then. It changed a lot when we told you you couldn't put uh, Never no, Say Never Again. <laughs> that was yeah. my number one. And it probably changed when you started going off your top six, not your top five. <laughs> <I did. Yeah. laughs> like, like, what? Uh, Anybody have a, a quick honorable mention? I, I have one. Uh, you kind of mentioned Joe's was Casino Royale. Yeah, I uh, I mean, there's, you know, honorable mentions like, uh, 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 you know, for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think On Her Majesty's Secret Service deserves a little bit of props. I mean, George Lazenby gets some crap, and uh, the, the movie's hardly perfect, of course, but, like, you know, it's it get, you get a lot more emotion out of Bond and the fact that, like, you know, he gets ma- falls in love, gets married, Blofeld has his revenge, murders mm-hmm. her, you know. There's, uh, there's some great moments there, you know. I, I, I think that I feel like e- even the Bond movies that I really hate on, I mean, I'll still watch them. Like, it's not like I won't. You know, even if, it, like, yeah. if you sat me down and you're like, Craig, we need to watch Die Another Day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll watch it together. Yeah. My um, my two honorable mentions are actually, I think they're the two that we have not talked about at all to the, you know, throughout this entire process. And it, it's Dr. No and it's Live and Let Die. Uh, I actually, I really enjoy both of those movies. I think Dr. No is a, is a great no is introduction yeah. into Bond. Um, you know, it certainly has its issues, and I, I have fallen asleep watching Doctor No before. Gets a little boring in the middle. Um, and Live and Let Die. I don't know. I just I find that in, to be another fun movie, a different movie with the voodoo. You know, it's cool having Bar and Samedi and having uh, what's his name Teehee with the weird. He's kind of like a, a pre Jaws, but that's a cool train scene too that happens there. Having scenes in the Caribbean. I, I really like Live and Let Die. You know, you got Kananga that blows up as a balloon. That's that's classic and horrible <laughs> uh, at the same time. It's a, it's a, it's a black exploitation film. With Bond. <laughs> it, that's that's what Live and Let Die is. With, but that is kind of the. I mean, not saying it's a good thing. It's at that time frame. Yeah. No. I. I you're absolutely it fits, right. I it mean, fits that's the era. And let's face it, we've learned that's what Bond has been yeah. doing for quite a while. <laughs> is sort of like latching onto the popular thing and trying to exploit it. Or, or use it or emulate it, whatever however you want to refer to it as. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little, it's a little bit. Of <laughs> Seems a little film. up your alley there, Sphinx. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and I think Solitaire is a cool Bond girl too. She's kind of neat. Oh yeah, Jane the, Seymour, uh, the yeah. Uh, like tarot reader yeah. uh, from the movie, Doctor Quinn, yeah. Medicine Woman. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that's exactly right. <laughs> Doctor Solitaire, Medicine Woman. <laughs> All right. So this has been uh it's been Wait. a fun I'm just Oh no, yeah, no, please. No, I wasn't ending the show yet. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode where we go through our middle 14. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's it's been a fun couple weeks going through all of these even though it's actually been one sitting. <laughs> I gave it away. It's uh, the magic of you gave it away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people have figured it out. Uh, probably. Why do you think our fans are stupid? I don't. That's me. I think I was the one who was insulting the fans in the first episode we recorded tonight. Well, there is that. I, I, I don't remember what I said, but I'm sure I said something disparaging at their expense. And <laughs> sure. I apologize at this point. Now, too little, too late. Yeah. But but we would love you to, to get on to social media, 
Please talk to us. You know, we're curious how you feel about the Bond movies. Please talk to us. We're <laughs> so lonely. Well, I mean, oh, I where are think. your friends now, Sphinx? Where are your friends now? Uh, a whole we, bunch of us would go to the movies. <laughs> we were pretty cool. You know, we shared our favorites and our least favorite Bond movies. We'd love to hear that from you guys as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so, you know, and there's a lot of other stuff on GameZilla Media and on our social medias. Uh, that you can do. Uh, Craig, you have several things that you do with GameZilla Media. Yeah, so on top of blogs that uh, not only, of course, myself, but others uh, from the team write, uh, we also have our uh, YouTube page where on top of my long plays we do clips from the GameZilla show uh, where we you know slap those on there. Uh, we now also do the retro relapse from uh, Legend of Retro uh, where we uh, it's our first impressions of these old video games that we play for that segment on our show where we take a game and then you know give it up maybe five ten minutes you know maybe a little longer depending on the game uh now i on top of that though of course there's a little legend of retro where i do uh old video games like goldeneye you know we've talked about that mm-hmm. and you guys are getting mad that i keep plugging my stuff <laughs> and uh on noobs and dragons where uh i go through uh on run a dungeons and dragons campaign for the gamezilla media crew where uh uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure at least a good portion of this room is pretty oh, yeah. on the show, right? I'm up to date every week. Wednesday, yeah. it's on. Yeah, every I Wednesday. fight the urge to listen ahead. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a team member. You can kind oh, of get right. yeah. peeks oh, yeah. if you really oh, want. Oh yeah, I know. True. I know it's in your. I know it's in your uh, your upcoming episode folder, but I can't listen to them. That's just cheating, I, LPJ. I know that is cheating, but I appreciate that you're willing to stick with the fans and and you know just soldier on through as you listen to yep. one week after uh, each week. You know, as someone that knew hardly anything about Dungeons and Dragons, it, it has been cool to see you go through this. It's an and, audio podcast, um, so you mean here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so you just ruined it for me. I don't even know. What uh, you else. were saying Sphinx. I was just saying I, I thoroughly enjoy it. You good, know, I, I didn't know a whole lot about Dungeons and Dragons, and and hearing about it makes it. Um, yeah, it makes it actually it has piqued my interest. Like uh, I'd like to maybe LARP. Do my own. <laughs> you want to do some LARPing? Campaign or LARP, LARPing is something that I've not. Uh, I had the chance to experience myself. I feel like you're lying. Uh, what the hell is no, LARPing? No, honestly, LARPing is live, live action, action role playing, playing where you like, dress oh, in the costumes. Oh, yes, stuff. yes, yes. Uh, that's What's not that fun- movie? Drill Bit Taylor or something where they make you mean fun of that? Role models? Yeah, role models. Is it role models? Yeah. Drill Bit Drill Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> Isn't that Owen Wilson? He did both. I think nope, that uh, he's not in role models. <laughs> no. I think Drill Bit Taylor. Uh, Who's in was, role models? Uh, I think Sean the, William Scott. I think it was. Pepe, I think it was Pepe Bra- uh, Bronson, right? <laughs> Pepe, Pepe Bronson, yeah. I think Pepe Bronson was in Drill Bit Taylor's. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. It's late. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it is. It really is. Uh, All right. Um, we do also have uh, Bob and Bax doing um, Movie Blast, Blast as well. <laughs> and then, no, Movie I Blast said it. Bob and Bax. I got there. And uh, we have the GameZilla podcast, obviously. That's sure. Monday and on Twitch and all that good stuff. And, and our streamers and our website. And, yeah, and, oh, yeah, and patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. If you would like to send a few bucks our way each and every month, we'd really appreciate it. Keeps our shows running and keeps the lights on and all that good stuff. So yeah. as Craig mentioned, like we do a bunch of blogs and all that too. There is plenty of entertainment that can keep you busy each and every day. Yep, so. we're going to do... Uh, we're gonna help Joe out and and plug his previous episode. We're gonna do a clip ep- a clip episode of Joe's episodes of this show on this show. Guys, listen. If the movie has a hovercraft in it, I've been on the episode. Yep, that's a good it, reference. If I find out that there's a hovercraft 
based movie that Joe has not been a part of, I, I, I will be really disappointed because that he's been really hyped up as a okay. hovercraft guy. Okay, listen, True. here's here's what we need. We need we need the listeners out there. I want we're crowdsourcing hovercraft based movies. Yeah, so well, that, that movies send, with, let, hovercrafts. With, with, with hovercrafts in them, send them to me. Let me know. I will schedule Joe to be on the episode. <laughs> Joe, can we you cover new, them? Can your new nickname be Hovercraft Joe? Sure, it hovercraft. Be. hovercraft Joe. Hovercraft, hovercraft Joe. Joe. Yep. And even if, even H-C-J. if it's CJ, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even if it's like a hovercraft love story, we'll still do it on okay. this project. That sounds good. I'm I'll I'll commit to that right now. All right, done. Well, we're gonna be really disappointed when there's literally no other hovercraft movies. Well, and then at that point, you'll have covered 100% of all hovercraft-based movies. Within our first year of the podcast, we hit all the hovercraft movies. It's a good good goal. All right. Well, with that, we hope you've enjoyed our James Bond episodes here. We will be getting back to our regularly scheduled programming uh, for next week. Um, But this last action podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back. Get to the Java. You don't need guns to jam a satellite. Slate. <laughs> <laughs>